And back to my shout outs really quick before we get into our show, you guys, I wanted to give a shout out to my friends on here on Anchor. Uh, you guys go ahead and search for Cyber Shots. He's got a really dope show. Uh, also, I wanted to give a shout out to Awesome Sauce. You guys search for those two names, Cyber Shots and Awesome Sauce. What's going on, you guys? This is Artemis. We are going to be going into phase two here on our podcast here on Anchor. So tonight we're going to be talking about recognizing the true sacred book and understanding its role. We may even get into a bit of beliefs of the gods and the goddesses. Also, some magical tools that are used and possibly the new age. What is the new age? This term that is being applied to practices all around the world and also star seeds. So let's get into this now. Prepare yourself for Artemis. So before we begin, I wanted to remind you guys that I sell the tools that's needed. If you guys are into metaphysical practices, sage bundles, Palo Santo crystals, herbs, and healing tools that you need, I make handmade spell candles, handmade blessing candles, and I give you the instructions you need. Free shipping in the U.S., you guys. Go to www.artemis, the number four, L-O-R-E.com. You can also leave a message here and we can work something out. I would say grab a seat, grab some popcorn, grab your drink, because this is going to be a bumpy ride. We're about to learn some things about spirituality, and I want you guys to sit and listen to the information that has been taken from us, cut off from us, and in this new age of awakening, this is something that is very, very real. All right, you guys, so let's begin. We're going to begin by recognizing a true sacred book and understanding its role. Sacred books are not equivalent. Paganism, including theurgy, has teachings that offer the student fundamental information about the philosophical and ritual process. However, you must learn why all the sacred books are not equivalent and why some of them are even dangerous. To do that, you must first learn how to recognize the validity of divine revelations. Well, the revelations, you say, yes. From the beginning of humanity, gods and goddesses have spoken with people who were trained to receive their messages. This was the birth of what is known today as the sacred books. Well, what type of sacred books are used in Wicca? Pretty much the Book of Shadows. Uh, if you don't have a Book of Shadows, you probably have a grimoire. 
One is more personal and one is like a true sacred book, maybe kept to yourself or not shown to the world. Some things can be shown and some things may be not shown. Just like on the high priestess tarot card, she is holding a Torah halfway out and halfway covered by her veil. She is not revealing all of her secrets. So in this next part, we're going to go ahead and go into these gods and goddesses that have spoken with people who were trained to receive their messages. And the first goddess that we're going to talk about is Artemis. The great goddess is the incarnation of the feminine self that unfolds in the history of mankind as in the history of every individual woman. Its reality determines individual as well as collective life. That is a phrase from an author, you guys. I wanted to just go ahead and read that to you. Now, let's get into just a bit of Artemis. Well, how did you find your witch's name? How did you find your goddess name, Artemis? Well, what I did was I, I searched and I looked for a goddess that had my qualities. Not only that, I added up my birthday and a few other things. And I came across this healing plant called Artemisia. Artemis for short. Artemis is the Greek goddess who was a daughter of Zeus and Leto, Leto and twin sister of Apollo. Artemis was one of the 12 great Greek gods and goddesses of Olympus. As a goddess, she was mainly associated with wildlife and with human birth. She was originally one of the great mother goddesses with emphasis on her aspect of virgin huntress and patroness of chastity. As twin a sister to Apollo, she is regarded as a divinity of the light, albeit the light of the moon, and as such has been an influential archetype for witches. Okay, so she is a moon goddess, as most of the goddesses in Wicca, including Isis, uh, and also including the Roman, her Roman equivalent, Diana. The goddess goes by many different names. She is not known as one. She is Mother Mary. She is Artemis. She is also the cat goddess Bast or Bastet. She is also the goddesses who are equivalent in China, uh, in the Mayan and Aztec cultures, uh, and all over around the world. The names have changed, but she is always the same. So her equivalent is Diana, right? The eternal feminist. She is the source of magic for all witches and power who gather to adore her at the full moon. You can find Artemis slash Diana slash Isis and Mother Mary on the high priestess tarot card. She has the moon at her feet. She is also duality, male and female, balance of light and darkness. Her number is two for duality. So you guys might want to look that up. Also, moving on from her equivalent Diana, Diana's equivalent is Caridwen, 
Caridwen is the ancient Welsh fertility and mother goddess who, like Medea, Medea is another goddess, possessed a magic cauldron. She was also referred to as a, a goddess of the underworld and as the goddess of various seeds. Now the same may go also for the gods. The gods can go from Christ to Horus and also from Osiris to Thoth. These gods were the equivalent uh, equal to the woman. They balanced each other out. It is very important for people to understand that there is not just one side in this as a person, as an equal person, um, the great works of life. We all have these uh, balances of light and dark, these balances of male and female within us. So we're going to go ahead and move on to another part of this cast. I'm glad you guys are listening in and the part that we're going to be talking about is what is this new age term? Now let's talk about this new age really quick. What is the new age? New age is a term applied to a range of spiritual or religious beliefs and practices that grew rapidly in the 70s, largely as a result of highly eclectic structures. So basically there is a, a whole new spiritual thinking and religion that is uh, started back in the 70s and, is, and it is highly heavily now. For some of us like myself, I can call myself an eclectic witch or an eclectic Wiccan. That means somebody that can practice various forms of spiritual practices all under one umbrella. And let's kind of get into what is the whole thing about elements and tools and symbols of the craft. Our last bit of this podcast, we'll be going into a bit of star seeds, but first let's talk about the tools and the symbols of the craft. First, let's talk about supernatural realms realms. We hear this word and basically it's, it's a veil, a veil between this world, uh, in between worlds and all other worlds, different perspectives, wherein physics behaves fundamentally differently. Energy resonates in more dimensions than those we perceive of our own daily lives. Also called planes of existence, Astral traveling or astral is like heavens in the astral plane. It's elemental, quantum and divine, metaphysical. Elements that we use in Wicca, which would be considered white magic, which is argumentable. Um, most people say, well, there is no color in magic or there is no color in the craft. But in reality, 
there is some form of a duality of light and dark. There is always some type of balance. So what type of elements are used? Well, for earth, earth is north and also represented by maybe a candle color of green. Earth represents stability, strength, physical embodiment. Also air, air is east, representing yellow, mystery, discovery, change, and restlessness. Fire, of course, is south, red, destruction, transformation, attraction, and vitality. Water, of course, which is west for blue, is all about creation, birth, healing, emotions, and receptivity. Energy and forces of nature are also called the quantum realm. So we use these different colors, we use these different symbols, and we use these different tools that represent these elements. For instance, earth can be sand, earth can be crystals, um, and also air could be represented as incense. Fire could be fire or a candle flame. Uh, and water can be maybe holy water or blessing water or sea salt water, Florida water, and even beach water or lake water. Some people like to collect rainwater and use it in their spiritual practices, their baths, and even as floor washes to rid of negativity and evil. Now, of course, you have earth, fire, water, air, and then you also have that astral plane, which would be considered spirit. All of the elements combined, or none of them, can be spirit, death, afterlife, spirit workings, elements of light and darkness, inevitable parts of ourselves, spirit or life energies. You may be saying to yourself, how are these elements used in witchcraft or Wicca? Well, cleansing a dwelling place is a good way to start with the elements, right? We're talking about earth, fire, water, and air. Maybe first by burning or cleansing using incense like frankincense and myrrh or sandalwood in the home while preparing for the rest of our ritual. Maybe also having an additional incense, uh, a candle, a bowl of salt and salt water, and possibly even herbs. Using different things like roses, flowers, uh, rosemary, lavender, these different things that have everything to do with preservation, uh, protection, and healing. Uh, and also walking around uh, counterclockwise, Wittershins is how we call it in Wicca, to the left, the opposite way of the clock. And waving these around while burning them, the different incense, asking any evil or anything that doesn't belong in your environment to simply leave. You can open the doors. Um, we open the doors. We open the windows. We allow them to float away with the smoke. Um, and that is a good cleansing. Sometimes people like to come back around clockwise and offer to welcome in uh, protective guides, angels, 
and ancestors to be there with them during their rituals. So this is just a simple way of using this by way of candles and incense and stuff like that. And we'll get more into that in the next podcast. But first, let's talk about star seeds. What do you guys know about star seeds and what comes to mind about star seeds when you hear that word? Well, essentially, a star seed is an individual who believes that they are from another world, another dimension, or another planet. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I've definitely felt that way. Have you ever felt that way? If you have, leave a comment. Well, what do you mean, star seeds? Indigo children? Space cadets? Non-worldly? Seeking deeper wisdom? Intuitive and psychic abilities? Maybe an empath? Animals and babies being drawn to you? You have an interest in spirituality and the hidden mysteries and deep knowledge of the world. Paranormal is very normal for you. You're a truth seeker, love helping people, and possibly seeing repeating numbers. In our next podcast, we'll get into the different constellations and planets where star seeds, who, who are the star seeds? Well, we are the star seeds. Our bloodlines are the star seeds, and we will get into that on the next podcast. Why don't we take a break here, shall we? Well, before we go too deep into the next topic, let's just do a roundabout of what we talked about in this podcast. I'm not going to hold you guys too long. We had many different subjects today. We talk about recognizing the true sacred book and understanding its role. We talked about the gods and the goddesses. We talked about the elements. Uh, We didn't quite get into too many tools, but we will get into that. There's a whole lot of knowledge going on. We recognize what is the new age and then went even a little more cosmic into star seeds. So with that being said, when you think about all of this, think about the beginning of the world. Think about the religions all around the world that kind of do the same things. Pray. They use these elements you know, invocations, evocations, calling upon their spirits and their guides. This is all spiritual. And right now, in these times, these tools and these practices are very highly needed. We are in a thin veil. We are mixed within one veil at this time. So there are many things Um, And it's also good to open up your eyes so you can be well-rounded and treat others with respect in a world that is so, so cruel. With that being said, you guys, this is Artemis, and I will talk to you guys later on the next episode.